Okay, I I can do an intro. That's totally fine. <laughs> so is this like a teaser for the design school? Unmute the podcast from Design Up. We will feature issues that bother us, inspire us, or intrigue us designers. Subscribe to Unmute, where you get your podcasts, and enjoy the ride. Now, over to our host, Shiva. Hello again. In our career as a designer, we are expected to grow. Grow from being a practitioner of design to a collaborator who can seamlessly work with business and technology teams for solutioning. From a collaborator to a probably a mentor who will guide young designers. From a mentor to a manager who can put together and run a team to success and growth. If everything goes well, you can become a strategist who can contribute to the business or a design leader who has the proverbial seat at the table. This growth demands good skills. It also demands smarter and intelligent decisions. We at DesignUp have launched a school with programs that can supercharge your career. This is a school for design practitioners, managers and aspiring design leaders. As a teaser, or a curtain raiser, I spoke to three design leaders about careers. Hello, my name is Amy Huang. I am a design leader at Lazada, which is an e-commerce platform for Southeast Asia that's part of the Alibaba family. That's, we're based in Singapore. I'm originally from the US, uh, where I was trained in user experience in California and worked for 20 years in San Francisco and the Silicon Valley in various different customer-facing companies. Happy to be here. Hi, I'm Navneet Nair. I have about 22 years of design experience. I have managed teams, founded a studio, and even consulted as a design leader for hire. These days, I lead design at PhonePay, where we are making digital payments easy for the next billion users in India. Hi, I'm Fatima. Uh, I'm a designer at Gojek. Um, I can geek out on brand and UX design till I can make your ears bleed. Um, I'm also notoriously known for getting people drunk at parties, but uh, fortunately, it's uh, with my newfound love for mixology. Um, so that's a little bit about me. I also love board games, uh, not just big, but also the thought that goes behind designing them. So that's one of my guilty pleasures as well. Uh, so yeah, that's about me. Now let's go to question one. What skills do you look for in an entry-level designer? Amy? You know, the thing about user experience is it is actually pretty hard to get that first job, right? It requires um, that you demonstrate the craft. You have to be able to use the tools and be able to communicate the, uh, you know, beautiful things, right? You also need to have fundamental knowledge of the UX process, right? You need to know how to take user research or user-centric mindset and you need to be able to take that and drive insights to develop problems, uh, to, to solve problems, right? And to de develop solutions. Um, that is though, unfortunately, that's actually only the first step. So the challenge we have for designers is that 
they come in, especially the really young ones, they come in with those two things. They've worked really hard to gain the craft and the process. And then they forget there's this whole set of people skills that they need and life skills that they need in order to be successful in a large organization. And so for me, what I look for, you know, I don't expect every new designer to come in fully baked. Of course not. But I look for a few attributes that I think can be trained, right, and cultivated. One of those is empathy, above all else. Empathy for users, empathy for colleagues, empathy for just life, okay? Uh, the second is what I would say collaborative nature and, and really valuing communication in that collaboration. So you need to be able to talk to people and work with people to come up with a solution and, and, and weigh alternatives, that kind of thing. Um, third is really, I call it curiosity and initiative, right? You, I really look for people to have the interest in understanding and interest in trying things, right? Thinking for themselves, um, you know, thinking about how to, a few different ways to tackle a challenge, right? And, and, and trying things, right? Um, next, I would say a sense of perspective. This is a hard one to teach, but the ability to think on big picture and also in detail and be able to think systematically between big picture and detail, right? This involves understanding that there are different perspectives in any team, different perspectives in any product or situation and being able to balance those to make good decisions. And finally, grit. I hear about this a lot in education. This is something around being goal-oriented, being result-driven, and having the kind of the tenacity to figure out how to make progress on whatever it is, whether it's answering a question or solving a problem or, or getting through to a person that you're working with. I think grit is ultimately what's going to make most people successful. So entry-level designers uh, is... Um have been changing over a period of time. I mean, initially there were a few designers who came in from design schools who were trained uh, in uh, traditional design. Uh, Today, what we are seeing are a lot of self-taught designers who kind of understand uh, the space possibly just by looking at what is around, uh, looking at design, looking at uh, probably uh, places like Dribbble and Behance and figuring out what uh, design means to them, uh, which may or may not be relevant for the industry itself. Uh, What it kind of tells you is that, is there a certain level of understanding of design that the person has, whether they have some design sense to begin with, Uh, but it doesn't really tell you a lot more beyond that. So what I look for is primarily three things. Uh, How do they think? Do they break things into smaller pieces? We think logically, are they able to sort of get into first principle thinking? Not necessarily the entire thing, but at least at least to some level. Secondly, how do they learn? Uh, how have they gone about doing that? Are they self-starters? Do they need to be spoon-fed? And finally, most important, uh, as if you need to grow, you need to be curious. So how curious are they? So not necessarily the skills themselves, but if they have these three qualities, then I think they will make uh, good designers. I think um, more than skill, uh, I think it's the attitude uh, for an entry-level designer because I am a strong believer of the fact that skill uh, uh, skills can be learned. Uh, what I really look for in 
an entry level designer is i think curiosity uh, and passion curiosity why because i think any designer needs to be they need to be able to question anything and everything without fear that is one quality that's very very important for an entry level designer or any designer for that matter of fact show me that you've thought hard hard enough about the problem show me uh, uh, what and why you made a certain design decision or what what and why you picked a certain problem to be solved like uh, does it have a purpose is it uh, does it have intentionality right so like i think that's where uh, curiosity is extremely important uh, for me as a skill that i look for in entry level designer followed by like i said passion uh, drive hunger whatever that we call it i think uh, this is extremely important again like i said because skills can be learned but uh, only if they have the passion and the drive to learn it once they have if they have that nothing honestly is impossible everything can be taught so that's i think are the two most important things that i learned from doesn't matter if you don't know how to use sketch figma doesn't matter if you don't know certain um, Uh, jargons design jargons all you need to have is these two skills and i think that as a designer you're good to go what skills do they need to learn as a design manager i would break this into three one is you know managing is is really still just designing through people right so it's thinking about when i took my first management role it was really about you know having a larger scope and just having more people to help me deliver that scope right so then all the the same design process still applies right thinking about your audience understanding your goals breaking it down into steps it just involves then designing other people's interactions right other people's processes into that and that also includes helping your team design their own careers right i'm not going to go as far to say as we're designing people that's not really that's the, that's a little bit hmm, arrogant i would say but helping people design their careers uh, and their own growth is a really uh, to me very rewarding part of management so that's the first thing the second i would say is you know letting go <laughs> letting go of your own way of doing things you know i think we all go through this process of becoming good enough at something that we can manage somebody else to do that something right uh, and those skills the managing is different from the doing right so there's a certain skill set that comes with delegation and making sure the problem is clear so that somebody else can solve the problem in their own way and then cultivating their growth through how they solve that problem okay the third one which i i constantly work on is this idea of creating structure for other people this is this doesn't didn't come naturally to me i'm a little bit of an intuitive person right i it, you you have me solve a problem i don't i can't tell you how i'm going to solve it but if i stand at a whiteboard i'm pretty confident that i'll come up with an answer um that's very hard to do when other people need to help you right so planning ahead to figure out maybe stand at that whiteboard first <laughs> to come up with a structure right and help your team fill in that structure in their own way you know however however works for your team dynamic but really um having the structure so that the rest of your team isn't left guessing what intuitive thing is lurking in your brain somewhere i think i think design management uh, is a very uh, um very misunderstood or rather uh, the way i would put it is that a lot of people have been 
put into the role of a design manager without necessarily understanding what it means to work with people. Uh, there are about four things that uh, you would want to see uh, a manager work with. One is to enable the team to work, uh, which could probably be giving them the right context, uh, establishing the structure within the team, building the team for collaboration and so on and so forth. The second one would be building the team itself, like architecting the team, building the skills that are there, uh, having avenues for conflict resolutions, driving the ownership itself uh, that is out there. Uh, the third role that a manager plays is that of a coach, where uh, they are uh, looking at the growth of the individual and the growth of the team. And one of the most important things that one needs at this point, which is an often talked about word uh, in uh, the design circles, is empathy. And unfortunately, we as designers may lack it at, at times. And finally, what is the thing that you need as you grow as a manager is the ability to set a vision to think long terms, to navigate during uncertainties. So these are four broad buckets that design managers require. Today, what happens is that most people just get put into that role without understanding a lot of what are the various buckets that you need to be handling. And uh, that is, I see as a possible uh, uh, thing that we need to overcome as an industry. Very interesting. So I think, uh, I mean, uh, obviously the basic understanding of design uh, is where you've already reached uh, before you're jumping into manager. So I'm, I'm hoping that anyone who decides to take the managerial path has spent enough time doing uh, and then deciding to move into management. Uh, uh, so I think that that, that would be uh, one important skill, which is make sure that you've done enough before you decide. Uh, one skill that I would say, I think communication, uh, extremely important, not just communication with your stakeholders, but even communicating with your reportees. Uh, the uh, ability to adapt to every reportee will have a different way of learning and you will have to adapt to that, communicate with them and have a different way of teaching them as well. So I think in terms of skills, uh, communication is the most important. But in terms of attitude, I think what has really helped me is like um, uh, I have failed and that's how I've learned. I have observed other managers and that's how I've really learned. But for me, I think actually giving a shit about your reportee and their career is what has really helped me become a good manager. And that, hey, like my success making does not depend upon if uh, the product is successful. It's not just that. Is that designer equally successful? Are they growing, right? Like if you measure your success based on that and actually care about their growth, is I think when you've already done a good job of being uh, an important part of being a manager, so I think that's what I would say uh, are the skills that's important for a manager. Okay, let's move on. So how do these managers learn these skills today? How did you learn your skills? Okay, so honestly, it comes from experience, right? The first time I became a design leader, my, I asked my, my manager, you know, can I go get training? He said, yeah, sure, of course. You can go take classes. 
you can get tips and you can learn those tips. But when the time comes, you still just have to go through it. You just have to go through the experience. So what, what I would say is there, there, there are a few things, right? One is certainly read up on the soft skills, read up on some of these. Um, there, there's so much wisdom out there online about how to be a better manager. It doesn't even have to be design management, right? There's a lot of wisdom out there about just management, working with people, working in business. It's all relevant, right? That would be my first tip. My second is, you know, really double down on that empathy. You know, it's really about getting to know the people around you and working with them to, um, to figure out what their goals are and what your goals are and aligning those goals and figuring out how to solve these problems together. Right. Um, it's, um, I had, I had a friend nurtured me once into saying, you know, the same way you design a product, you need to design your interactions, right? You need to design your conversations. If you are working with, different kinds of people, if you're trying to get a point across, if you're trying to influence somebody, all of those things, those are all designable interactions. So use your design process to, you know, use your empathy, use your goal-oriented nature, use all of those design skills to figure out how to get, to, to make that interaction work best for all the parties, right? And then I think the third, to me, is about observing others. I am always looking at the way people interact uh, and especially in difficult situations or in, you know, big presentations or high pressure situations, I'm always observing and learning from my colleagues, my peers, my leaders, whoever, and how they handle the situation. And I find that I can get mentors from everywhere in that way, right? Everybody has their own way of handling a situation. Everyone has their own style. And the more I observe how other people do things, the more I can either test out those tactics myself in similar situations, or the more I can kind of figure out, okay, that one doesn't work for me, but this other, this other tactic will work, right? So it really is just about getting the experience um, and just constantly reflecting on how, how it went and, and, and learning other things to try. Unfortunately, there is no set uh, way that it happens. Sometimes organizations do help. Like for example, uh, given the state in which we were a four-year-old startup, PhonePay kind of invested uh, a fair amount of work in getting new managers trained. And this is something that uh, an organization will do when they realize that there is uh, a large set of people who have been put into managerial roles without really understanding what that role calls for. Uh, but as organizations mature, they do have some sort of a process by which they introduce some learning input. But if you happen to be in an organization that's not doing it, a lot of the owners then falls on the designer and uh, also on the design team itself. So what we have done, at least at PhoneBase, apart from what the organization helps us, we do have like a, a weekly knowledge sharing session that... Uh, uh, we do uh, uh, talks by people in the industry, like, for example, we call a few people to talk about user research, now we're uh, calling a team to help us think about design thinking. Um, apart from that, uh, I myself uh, go ahead and uh, teach the uh, the uh, team a little bit of things that I have learned in the, in the past years. Uh, that also, and also putting some structures into place, like, for example, we're trying to start a book club. 
and uh, starting to do a few things around uh, that getting uh, doing a hackathon and saying okay how do we uh, how do we innovate within the team and do that so a uh, lot of it is uh, organic not really structured apart from maybe one or two places where uh, the organization puts in the effort to say that okay this is what they want to do and not not many organizations are mature enough to do that uh for me personally it happened a lot with failing and uh, learning uh uh i was a doer for a very long time and when i moved into management i just thought that uh, i had to also all the time keep doing stuff without understanding that delegation and understanding that what areas uh, that's my report you want to grow in and give them that kind of work uh, so uh is something that i learned over time by failing uh today i would say uh unless you're lucky to have enough people in the industry um that have done management uh reaching out to them and talking to them is one way reading books is one way and coming back and applying is one way so yeah just keep observing of people who you think are great managers is what i did like uh, for me it was apna i just looked at what he does and there was sudanshu as well there were a bunch of other people at gojek as well like ajay gore like these were great managers and like i kept looking at them as to what do they do that i can pick and learn from so i think today uh, the only uh, the only way that i know of is to read observe uh, and talk to people about what you're going through and learn from them so yeah i think that's it <laughs> That brings us to the end of the episode. Do not forget to check the intensive 5 weeks Keystone program called Upprice at designup.school. This program has been curated for designers who have been working in high growth startups, large enterprises or lean teams for 3 years or more. Your team will benefit from this and you will too. This is Unmute from Designup. I am the creator and host Shiva Vishwanathan. Executive producers are Jay Datta, Narayan Gopalan and Shiva Vishwanathan. This podcast will not be possible without Rasagya Sharma, Prabhin Pebam, Saloni Sabnis, Ripul Kumar and Dharmesh Ba. This podcast has been recorded at our homes with a Scarlett 2i2 third gen studio and Steinberg UR22C. It's edited on GarageBand and distributed with Buzzsprout. Thank you and till we meet again goodbye